Welcome to the Porn Reboot Podcast, where you get practical tips to gaining control over your porn or sex addiction. I'm your host, J.K. Amazy, Certified Sex and Porn Addiction Recovery Coach. Today, in this episode, we're going to be talking about why it is so hard to quit pornography and masturbation permanently as well as the different levels of porn addiction. This is a very important episode, so I highly recommend you listen to it all the way through the end. I want to start with a question, and that is, do you sometimes have a resistance to admitting the fact that you have a quote-unquote porn addiction? Now, I must admit, when I began my journey to end my out-of-control behavior with porn and masturbation, I refused to categorize myself as an addict. You know, I come from an educated, moderately religious family, and I grew up with conservative, cultural, and religious values. Right now, I am not a religious person, but I still have many of those conservative values. And I experience a relatively happy and memorable childhood. I never did any hardcore drugs, and for the most part, as an adult, I've tried to live my life by the book. Yet, years ago, I would find myself acting like this possessed heroin junkie anytime I went without porn or masturbation for up to three days. Now, many men find it really difficult to admit that they have a problem with pornography because it simply hasn't been labeled as an addiction by the mainstream media or society in general. And that's going to change over the next few years, I can guarantee that. But in the meantime, I'd like to point out why porn and masturbation addiction is so much trickier to beat than other addictions. In fact, some of my clients who recovered from alcohol and drug addictions confirm that porn, sex, and masturbation are harder to quit than those substances. Now, there are two simple criteria for those of you who might be wondering when it comes to identifying when a person's porn use is addictive. So if you're wondering like, okay, am I really an addict? Here are the two things. The first thing is you have no control over it. And this means that you've made a firm decision to quit, but you have given in several times. And the second is the negative consequences that it's having in your life. You know, if it's affecting your emotions, your career, your relationships, your productivity, your lifestyle, or your academics, if you're in college in a negative way, then it's having negative consequences on your life. Now, both criteria, lack of control and negative consequences, must be met for porn, sex, or masturbation to be classified as an addiction. All right? But here's the thing. The level of loss of control and the level of negative consequences must also be considered when trying to stop this behavior. And in my experience, the level of porn addiction varies depending on different factors in your life. And this is a very crucial fact that many people who are out there talking about, you know, how to stop fapping or stop watching pornography, and even some therapists and counselors don't understand. So just give me one moment because I'm going to rant for, for a moment, okay? This whole thing is, it's, it's not a game and it's not a challenge. This is a very serious problem that destroys lives. And let me tell you this, a handful of techniques, 
tips, motivation, and philosophy, it might help a 21-year-old guy who's spending 80% of his days glued to his smartphone or his computer. It's not going to do anything for the 28-year-old young professional who's trying to succeed at his career, or the 33-year-old who realizes that he's thrown away his 20s, or the 40-year-old or the 48-year-old who feels like he's sabotaged his career and his serious life relationships, perhaps even losing his kids to divorce, or the 55-year-old who feels that it's pretty much over for him. Just because a high testosterone 20-year-old feels guilty about masturbating twice a day doesn't mean that a 28-year-old man who's going places in life has the same problems as he does. You know, a lot of young guys, they don't know what it's like to, 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 to go through a serious breakup. Because they're so stuck on porn that they can't even get into a relationship. They don't know how to deal with real life stresses such as paying mortgages, you know, keeping employees on payroll, juggling work and kids, taking care of your aging parents, paying taxes, dealing with workplace politics, and the list goes on and on. Any 18 to 24 year old listening to this is without a doubt an above average person who has some big aspirations in life. So take your problem with porn seriously, handle it, and start living your best life instead of spending years, you know, doing all these 90-day challenges, okay? So that's the end of my rant. Have you ever wondered why sometimes you binge watch pornography for weeks, and then sometimes you have this ability to abstain 100% for months, and maybe even a year or two years? Now, I, I used to wonder the same thing as well. And this happens because your level of porn addiction and your commitment to quit porn varies depending on your life circumstances. And it depends on different things. It depends on things like your emotions, your stress level, your relationships, your financial situation, your environment, your family. So next time that you're listening to a podcast or reading a book about this or watching a video or even looking for help for this online somebody to help you with your porn addiction please screen them to find out if they understand this so let's talk about the different levels of behavior with pornography that way if you've ever been wondering where you stand with your behavior how bad it is or how far in you are you'll have a much better idea level one this is the person who watches pornography, I would say, three or four times a year. In fact, if you can count the number of times that you've watched porn in a 12-month period on one hand, then this is the level that you're at. Now, due to the highly sexualized world that we live in, guys, there's, of course, always a risk of increasing involvement with pornography. So, if you've established healthy ways of managing your emotions, managing stress, your family life, and all those things, then you're in a good place. And it doesn't really classify as an addiction. But if you are listening to this podcast and you're this far in, then definitely you've thought about your porn use as well. It's something to stay aware of so that it does not escalate. Level two, at this level, you're not addicted either. However, you have watched porn and masturbated to it at least 6 to 12 times in a year. And in some of those cases, here's the thing. You are not simply aroused. One or more of those 
porn watching sessions may have been triggered by curiosity due to something you came across online or perhaps because of a reference that someone made. And at this level, you may have watched porn to perhaps medicate or feel better about some undesirable situation in your life. That's something to be aware of. Level three, at this point, pornography is quite likely to become a problem. So you're viewing pornography at least once a month, possibly for a few months or years. You know that you're at level three when you try to stop yourself each month, but no matter how hard you try, you always end up slipping. So usually what's happening is you binge watch porn for a while and then you try to quit again. And it is at this point where many men begin to use their willpower and start counting down the days which they've spent off porn. So this is where they start saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to 30 days. I'm going to start counting and see if I can get to a month or 90 days off porn. It's not an out of control problem yet. I want to make that clear. But it does take effort to quit at this point since the porn that you're watching is no longer softcore porn. Your tastes are gradually changing. And the thing that moves you from level 3 to level 4 is fantasy. What do I mean by this? I mean that at level 3, when you're not watching pornography, there's a very high chance that you are fantasizing or sexualizing your encounters with other people. So when you fantasize intensely for prolonged periods of time, okay, away from your device, so you're not watching porn, you're just doing this on your own, whether you're walking down the street or you're commuting somewhere, what's happening is you are releasing chemicals which make you feel good. It, it's a feeling that can only get better by watching pornography. Level four. At this level, pornography is having an obvious effect on your life, okay? So you may start noticing that porn is starting to affect your career, your family, or your schoolwork. Your fantasies are out of control at this point. And when you're not watching porn, you often find yourself fantasizing about porn and sex. At this point, you're watching pornography a couple of times a month, and you've been trying different ways to stop. You've tried many things. And usually nothing works at this point, and you start getting worried about why it seems so difficult to quit. And this is the point where you may start, you know, you may hop on Google or on YouTube or wherever and search for how to stop watching porn online. And in my experience, this level is also your final chance to end your porn use on your own. Beyond this, your entire life, whether you realize it or not, will begin to be dictated by your porn addiction. The reason why is that left unchecked, your behavior with pornography begins to generate deeper psychological issues. Over the years, I realized that there are only two responses to level four. And to make it simple, I've divided the responses from different men into two groups of men, which for the purposes of this podcast, we will call type A and type B men. Type A man. What kind of man is that? This is someone who is already accomplished. You're accomplished. You understand what it takes to achieve success on a consistent basis. And you've usually established yourself in your career. You have a relatively balanced lifestyle. And what this, mean, what this means is that 
you have friends, you have close bonds with family, you take care of your health, and you know how to go about getting most of the things that you want in life. And if you're a student, if you're in college, you're also relatively successful in your academic life. Now, type A men, once they understand that they have a problem, you see it as a problem in your life. This is an obstacle. So your natural reaction is the same as it is to every other obstacle in your life. And that is to get rid of it by any means necessary because you have places to go in life. So you're usually going to go uh, maybe visit a counselor or get a mentor or invest in something actionable to get back your edge on your own. And when searching for help online, what type A men do is they usually screen everyone for results and success. That is, whomever that they're looking for must be moving forward in their life as well. So action has always worked for you. Thanks to this habit that you have, you usually experience positive results in your recovery. So some of my most successful clients are very driven attorneys, engineers, law school students, student athletes, sales professionals, doctors, business owners, and so on. Now, it must be noted that some type A people do not seek help. And usually this is because they are never informed that they could possibly have a compulsive behavior with pornography, or they are misdiagnosed by a counselor, or they are at a level of financial success that actually insulates them from the true impact of their problem. Type B men are the second type of men. Now, this type of man has not achieved his goals or is lagging behind in his goals for one reason or the other. And typically, you have good intentions, but you already have problems doing things like, you know, motivating yourself or you've developed bad habits um, such as browsing social media so much or some sort of smartphone addiction or internet addiction. You usually have a bad diet. You play video games compulsively or you have a minor drug or alcohol problem. So you may have a career or you may be in college, but you would not rate yourself at anywhere near your potential. Now, don't get me wrong. Some type B men have a genuine desire to be successful and you've tried. But here's the thing. You failed a lot and your repeated failures have left you with a lot of self-doubt. So, as is the case, sadly, for most men seeking direction, I've noticed that many type B men are often diagnosed with things like depression, ADHD or ADD, or some other disorder. At some point in their life, they received this diagnosis. And this diagnosis then served as a subconscious crutch throughout your life, and it frequently sabotages most of your attempts to excel in life. Type B men, once you understand that you have a problem, you're going to respond as you have to most things in life. And typically, you're going to seek the opinion of someone who is similar to you. So type B men gravitate towards, let's say, influencers on social media who are entertaining, relatable, or who are in a similar demographic to them. Okay, So you're more likely to accept popular opinion, and I say that quote-unquote, popular opinion, as facts, as opposed to doing your own research. So <laughs> the popular way, of course, out there is usually going to be the easy way.
alright and in the case of quitting pornography it's usually something like you know what you can either stay off you can stay off porn for for 90 days and count those days and just use your willpower or it's something like just suck it up improve your lifestyle and be a real man or you know watch more videos about not masturbating educate yourself and you know the more videos that you watch and the more you educate yourself about this masturbation problem the more you're going to understand those are usually the easy ways the easy um, solutions to this problem now type B men do take massive action okay but the action <laughs> is typically limited to watching a lot of videos or reading a lot of articles comments opinions books and when you do try to curb your behavior with porn you usually fail the reason why is because you don't have a definite plan you don't have a system you're just gathering information from everywhere your self-doubt which is reinforced by underachieving in other areas of your life then kicks in and when the effects of porn addiction in your life become too unbearable you really start to seek help in earnest and because you don't believe in one important thing and that's the difference between you and the type A man you don't believe in investing in yourself and your self-esteem prevents you from actually believing that you could achieve certain things so you end up falling for cheap quick fixes or scams if you fall into the type B category or you're a type A person with a few character traits of a type B person showing up in your life do not get discouraged I was in that category as well but the difference was I was fortunate enough to find mentors who opened my eyes to all these things I was doing to sabotage myself okay so there is hope for you and I'm going to talk about that shortly but let's move on to the next level which is level 5 and at this point Viewing pornography is a daily habit and a major part of your life. So you're basically watching porn and masturbating just to fall asleep, man. You know, you sexualize every single woman and sometimes even men and you identify as straight, but you're sexualizing men too. Level five is when you stop growing and developing as a person. So your career, your relationships with people, everything is set up to maximize your porn use. So for instance, you might spend a lot of time alone in front of your computer or your phone and you never initiate any sort of social meetup um, something like dinner or a movie with friends because all your hobbies are solitary and you never step out of the comfort zone of those who were already in your life when you reach level five so basically the only people you know your only friends have been the same friends that you've always had nothing new in your life and anytime I speak to a man who is at level five, I find that you have paid a very heavy price for your porn addiction. And some of the things that men at level five have sacrificed at this point are career. A lot of men at level five have lost their jobs or they have severely underperformed at their career due to their porn use. The second thing is their relationships. Intimate relationships have ended and these are either due to your partner leaving you because of your incessant porn use or due to you know just sabotaging your relationship because of your inability to fully commit so you're that guy because of your porn use you always feel that there is a better woman out there you always wonder if the grass is greener at the other side or if you can upgrade you know to a better partner and the third thing is education. If you're studying 
you are mediocre to failing in your academic life. All right. So when you try to quit at this point, at level five, you will begin to experience very strong withdrawal symptoms, such as erectile dysfunction, irritability, extreme daytime fatigue. You're always exhausted during the day, headaches, problems sleeping, social anxiety, and worrying more than often about other people's opinions. And by this point, the truth is you quite literally don't know how to stop. Both type A men and type B men at this point realize that they need help. Again, at level five, responses of these two different types of men are very different. So if you're a type A person, you're usually going to disclose your struggle to a trusted friend or some sort of mentor. And this is usually a fantastic step because it brings your porn and masturbation use out of secrecy. And you then have the courage to share it with more people. And many type A men are surprised to learn at this point that even the person they shared it with sometimes faced the same problem. And if you're a type B man, you're going to do one of two things, okay? The first is you're going to break psychologically. You just can't handle it. So you're going to ignore the problem. And what's going to happen is level five now becomes incorporated into your life. So you start rationalizing or backing up your decisions. You know, you start saying, giving rationalizing statements like, you know what? Everybody does this. Yeah. Sex and porn addiction, it's a myth. It doesn't exist. And on and on. At this point, you may also fall, fall for, you know, some of the ideologies of um, what I guess they call themselves sex positive counselors um, who believe that you can watch as much porn as you want and uh, masturbate as much as you want. And that's fine. Or the philosophies of um, men going their own way or some other group which relieves your guilt and shame for losing control of your sexual behavior. The second thing that a type B man does is to send desperate messages to others online seeking help, you know. So because you haven't developed the habit of taking action like the type A man, you know, which involves a small element of risk, you take action any way that you know how. And you're going to seek help in the most risk averse way, which, listen, it doesn't help, you know. Putting a comment on someone's YouTube page or sending out a one-liner email saying, I have a problem with pornography. I'm desperate. Help. That's, that's not how this works. Let's talk about level six and we'll come back to that. Okay. Now, level six is characterized by feelings of being completely out of control. Every single day of your life involves thoughts of pornography. And in an age of free pornography, you're one of the few people who is spending money on porn, usually in the form of paid sites, campsites. Now, depression and hopelessness are two common feelings at this level. So this doesn't mean that you know you don't have a desire to quit. On the contrary, you really want to quit but your self-doubt and your lack of hope are just overwhelming. And many men at level six, they continue to use pornography, even after you've been caught with it. And the type of porn you're viewing at this point has drastically escalated. You're watching violent material, you know, um, bestiality or bestiality. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, gore, snuff, that's death. Um, incest, rape, extreme violence, and other depraved material. And these are the only genres of pornography that can lead you to orgasm. And sometimes you can't even have an erection unless you're watching something extreme. Staying in level six 
leads to acting out. And this means seeking real-life sexual encounters to satisfy your addiction. And this can range from seeking female, male, or even transgender escorts um, via different websites and apps. You might go around cruising, searching for random hookups, or in some cases, um, acting out predatory behavior towards vulnerable people. At level six, every aspect of your life is filled with lies, as you need to do so to cover up your secret life. A man at level six can maintain this behavior for years. I've seen guys who have maintained this extreme level of behavior for decades. But when you are discovered, my brother, there is always a very high price to pay. Relationships fall apart in very traumatic ways. Careers are destroyed. Sometimes many even end up in jail. And I've seen it happen. The good news about level six is that the stakes are so high when you get caught that it can trigger a very strong emotional desire to quit. But what's the bad news? <laughs> the bad news is that at level five and six, you are delusional in your beliefs, which means that, you know, while you might acknowledge that your behavior is out of control, you don't really see its true impact on your life. And you've also incorporated compulsive lying and manipulation into your day-to-day -day life, since your behavior must be maintained in secrecy. Now, over the years, I've developed an exercise which I call breaking the armor. And this is proprietary to porn reboots. This is something I developed over the years. And the purpose of this exercise is meant to help a man at level 5 or 6 to drop his conditioning for a brief moment and actually see what his life could look like without pornography. And in my opinion, this is very important. See, after years of porn use and after years of masturbation, let's say you started between the ages of 8 to 14, and you carried that on for 12 to 15 years, you truly have no concept of what a life without pornography looks like. Because porn is your first relationship. Porn comforted you as a teen when you were anxious. It kept you company when you were lonely. When you were stressed and overwhelmed, porn was always there to take off the edge. On restless nights, it helped you to sleep. It taught you about sex and perhaps even gave you some sexual confidence. That happens. It was always there for you. Maybe when your heart was broken. But the problem is that porn overstayed its welcome. So how do you let go of the one thing which you could depend on for years? What would your life look like? And that's where breaking the armor comes in. What we do is through a series of coaching questions, we gradually remove all your emotional armor or conditioning. And this is a very temporary process. There's nothing to worry about. But for a brief moment, you are free of your shame, free of your guilt, your lies, your rationalization. You are you. And this is a very powerful moment for many men. Now, when some of my clients at level five and six see the incredible damage that porn has had on their families, on their finances, careers, relationships, self-esteem, social life, their emotions, some just break down and cry. You know, it's like being possessed against your will and knowledge by a different personality, you know, which pretended to be the real you for years. And then one day you realize who you really are for the first time ever. The loss, 
the self-betrayal, the lies you told yourself, they all become evidence. You see it all. You see the man you could have been if porn didn't get out of control in your life. And at that moment, that's when most men decide that they are done with this behavior for good. This is when the recovery process truly begins. When you have actually felt what it's like to be your greatest self. Now, understanding this level, guys, it is so important to your recovery. This is why I've never paid much attention to people who talk about, you know, fapping or not fapping or little movements. Those are willpower solutions that can only help men who are at level three. So to effectively recover, you or the person guiding you in your recovery must first determine what level you're at. And once I determine what level a man is at, I know the exact steps needed to help him recover. You're going to be able to identify your boundaries. You're going to be able to develop the right amount of self-awareness. You're going to learn how to control your fantasies. You'll learn how to dialogue with yourself, to anticipate your urges before they happen, to deal with strong emotions of sadness, of loss, of hopelessness, and to accurately examine your rationalizations and much more. There's so much more to it, but it all depends on the level that you're at. Different levels require different types of treatment, different types of coaching, different approaches. If you seek help and somebody just gives you some cookie cutter thing, they don't know what they're doing. They're going to cause you more harm than good. One more thing to remember is that withdrawal symptoms are also experienced differently at each level. The effects of withdrawal symptoms from porn and from masturbation are physical and emotional. Now, in the past six years that I've been working with men, I have not met a single client out of over 500 men that I work with who could identify more than two to three withdrawal symptoms. But they are able to identify five, six, seven, eight different uh, withdrawal symptoms a few weeks into working with me. Now, at this point, if you're a type B man, you're probably thinking, JK, man, listen, dude, I really want to quit this behavior. But so far listening to this, you're just making this sound so complicated and I think this might even be impossible, man. And if that is you, I want you to understand that your habit of taking the easy way is kicking in right now. Fight it, brother. Fight it. On the other hand, the type A man may be thinking about how he can best put this information to good use. It's like, how can I compile this? How can I, how can I use this to my advantage? Now I could keep going on, but you know, I'll end up recording like, I don't know, an audio book. Okay. The point is take the first step of identifying your level of porn addiction. Okay. Listen to this podcast again, if you have to. And ask yourself whether you've moved from one level to the next, either up or down over the past few years. Now, honestly identify whether you are a type A or a type B kind of man. And there's nothing wrong with either. Okay, such is life. Although I will say the type B man is clearly at a disadvantage starting off. And as I mentioned earlier, I was a typical type B man and I had a few type A traits. I met mentors, they broke my armor, and I, dedicate, I dedicated several painful years to changing my life. So I'm actually going to, my next podcast is actually going to be about, a little bit about my life 
and how I went from being a type B man to a type A man. So look out for that. Finally, guys, I would really like to know some of your thoughts on what level you are and what type of man you are. I don't want to just talk to you guys and not hear back from you, okay? So you can reach out to me directly through my email, which is jkemezi at elevatedrecovery.org, okay? Um, I'm very busy, but I do make time to read my emails. And whenever you are ready, there are a few ways that I can help you. If you're on Facebook, we have a private Facebook group. It's the Porn Reboot Group. And you can, you know, connect with other men who are recovering. And you can learn from other men. You can get accountability partners there. And you can make the most of this. Another way that you can work from with me when you're ready is to join our implementation program and become a case study. So I'm putting together a new coaching case study group and it's beginning in August of this year and hopefully I'll start doing it more often. Um, but if you'd like to work with me on ending your sexually compulsive behavior, all you need to do is visit elevatedrecovery.org slash apply and put in an application. The same thing goes for working with me privately. If you would like to work with me directly to take you from a lifetime of addiction to a point where porn and masturbation are not even a reality for you, visit elevatedrecovery.org slash apply. All right, guys, I hope you found this beneficial. If you did, please take a quick moment to drop a review and to rate this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it and it would help many more men who are struggling in silence with this problem. I'm JK, your brother in this struggle, and I'll see you on the brighter side of this journey. Have a wonderful day.